0: What you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. I'll keep on playing. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. It is March 3rd. And do you know what that means? It is Women's History Month. This is the month where we celebrate women all month long. But if you ask me, we can celebrate women every single day of the year. But I know this is the dedicated month. So this week on the podcast to kick off March, to kick off Women's History Month, I wanted to talk to you about powerful women in Christ. Because guess what? If you don't know it, You are a powerful woman in Christ. And if you don't feel it, you can become a powerful woman of Christ. So I really wanted to dive into what it means to be a powerful woman in Christ and look at some other powerful women in Christ. So let's just get started with what powerful means. So let's go to the root of the word powerful. The dictionary definition defines powerful as having great power or strength. Well, that was not a good enough definition for me. So I dug further into the root of the word power. And listen, when I dug into the root of this, I didn't expect the dictionary to give me so many definitions. According to dictionary.com, Power is, one, the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality, i.e. the power of speech. Two, the captivity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. Example, she had me under her power. Number three, physical strength. And force exerted by something or someone. An example of that would be the power of the storm. Four, energy that is produced by mechanical, electrical, or other means and used to operate a device. For example, generating power from waste. So I want to submit to you today that if God gave us so many ways to have power in the natural, that means that He gave us. More ways than that to be powerful in the spiritual. So let me go to the first definition that I went, that I talked about. The ability to do something or act in a particular way with quality. You know who that reminds me of? Our first powerful woman. That reminds me of Esther. Because Esther walked in her power. Esther 4.16 says... Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So before Esther approached her king, she plugs into her power saw, source. She and her people, they fasted and they prayed. And I'm sure they must have prayed and prayed and prayed because as we know, certain things only come through by way of prayer and fasting, like it says in Mark 9, 29. So Esther fasted and prayed and then she walked in her power, power and when you walk in your power, favor follows you. Listen, let me repeat that. When you walk in your God-given, God-ordained, God-delivered power, favor follows you. It has no choice but to follow you. Y'all don't believe me? Let, Let me tell you. So Esther had that attitude. She was in her power. She said, you know what? Fast and pray for me and I'm gonna go approach the king even though it's against the law. And if I die, if I perish, if they stop me, then they stop me. If I die, then I die. But I need to walk in who I am boldly and go before my king in all power and authority. And guess what the king responded to Esther in Esther nine twelve. The king said to Queen Esther, the Jews have killed and destroyed 500 men and 10 sons of Haman in the citadel of Susa. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now, what is your petition? It will be given to you. What is your request? It will also be granted. See, now that's power right there because she went and made her, peti- her petition about her people, her people with the Jews. And the king's like, listen, Listen, Esther, I hear you, but this is what the Jews have done in my kingdom, in my provinces. And even after he reminded her of all the seemingly, quote unquote, bad things that her people has done, he still looked upon her and say, said, what? now what are you asking? Whatever you, Whatever you're asking, whatever the request is, it will be given to you. It will be granted. I hear you. Talk to me. I will answer what you've asked. Like that is power. When God has allowed you to go in front of kings and queens and presidents and premiers, that is some power. The king asked her, what is your petition? It will be given unto you. What is your request? It will be granted. Like I can't even say that over and over again. Like look at that favor. Cause Esther fasted, prayed and embraced our power, which is what I want you guys to do on a daily basis. I want you to pray without ceasing. I want fasting to become a part of your daily lives. And then, and then I want you to walk in your power, your authority, your favor. So that when you approach God's throne room, he can say to you, my child, what is your request? It will be granted. What is your petition? I will give it to you. And listen, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is ready to answer our petitions and grant us our requests. I just want to tell you guys a story. A few, maybe last year, I was facing some challenges and I decided that I had been crying long enough. It was was a rough period. It was, it was a rough period. But I had in my mind already that, you know what? This is too much crying. This is too much attention that I'm spending in this area. This is just too much. So I picked up my Bible and I just opened it. I didn't look for a particular scripture. I just opened it. And I found myself in the book of Esther. And the very first scripture I see is now, what is your petition? It will be given you. What is your request? It will be granted. When I say, you guys, when I say I nearly fell off my bed because God was speaking to me at that very moment. He was reminding me of my power. Like I don't understand or I don't think you understand how amazing it is to be at your low point and you pick up your Bible and the first thing you see You just open the book, not looking for anything, you know, just open the book. And the first thing you see is now, what is your petition? It will be given you. What is your request? It will also be granted. Listen, God was saying to me, like, you have cried it out, my child. Now, now what? What do you need? I got you. And he spoke so clearly to me in that moment. He reminded me that although I may be feeling down, I'm definitely not out. He reminded me that I had the power to change the situation that I was in, that I had the power to make my request known before God and he would show up and show out. So guess what? Your girl started walking in her power. I walk in my power daily. I started to make my request known to God. I started to call in the prophecies that had not come to fruition yet. Favor started to follow me. God started speaking to me so fast that I could barely keep up. He began revealing things to me and revealing and revealing and revealing. And at that very moment, I realized how important it was to stay connected to my power source. That's another version of power. We read how the electricity or the mechanicals, I think it was point number four, will give you power, but your power source is 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 God. You need to stay plugged into God to make sure that you are receiving the power that you need daily. Just like you charge up your phone every day, you should be charging up your spirit every day. You should be charging up your minds every day. You should be charging up with the word of God, charging up with prayer, charging up with worship, charging up with giving back. You just can't go around with the empty battery. Like, come on. Sis, listen. You don't walk around with a dead a dead phone, but you want to walk around with a dead spirit. Uh-uh, that's not it. That's not it for your life, and I'm not I'm not having it. I am not having it. If anybody else wants to settle for your mediocre or your mediocrity this year, guess what? Shante is not going to be the one. I am calling you out, okay? If you will not walk around with a dead phone, you should not be walking around with a dead spirit. That's it. When's the last time you charged your spirit up? Listen, when is the last time you charged your spirit up? When's the last time you plugged into your power source? When's the last time you got on your knees before the Lord and prayed and thanked him and petitioned before him? When is the last time you filled up on power so you could walk in it? We, we Listen, we play, we play too much. Listen, listen. Let me collect myself because y'all about to have me. We are walking around here playing too much god gave us power and authority but we want to walk around in mediocre and weakness like that's not it God gave us the authority to declare and decree a thing and it shall be so. He gave us the authority to tell demons to flee and they shall move. He gave us the power and authority to command that heaven operates on our behalf and acts for the angels to move in front of us, around us and beside us. But we sitting here acting like we have nobody on our side. Like, oh, woe is me. No, woe is not you. How come you have not picked up your weapons and fought the good battle of faith? How come you are fine? settling in depression and anxiety and nervousness and unpeacefulness and sadness? Why are you comfortable there? That is not what God had for you. Where did, listen, where did you leave your power? Wherever you left it, go back and pick it up. Go back, pick that power up, pick that authority up, come, come To the power source, plug your spirit in and get charged up so you can be ready for what is to come. Your spirit needs to be full at all times. At all times. You need to make sure that you're charging up when you're at home, when you're at work, when you're in the car, when you're on a walk, when you're at the restaurant, when you're going to the movie. At all times, your soul should be charged up. That is how you come into alignment with who God says you are. That is how you walk in your power. That is how you make sure demons are fleeing at the very sound of your voice, at the very movement of your feet because you're walking in your power. You're saying, no, I ain't playing those types of games this year, devil. Like, it ain't it. So you could try. You can raise up a weapon, but guess what? It will not be formed because let me remind you that I am a child of God and I walk in, in my power and authority. I don't care what you have to say to me. I know that I already won because my father went before me and he conquered every battle. So matter of fact, you just a liar. That's who you are. You a liar and the truth isn't in you. So anything you have to say to me has nothing to do with me and all to do with you. Listen, I know who I am, sir. So don't think you... Come over here with that bad attitude, with those stinking thinking, with that negative thought and think it's going to stick in my life because my power, my authority is telling you to go back to hell in which you came from. You ain't messing with me today. You're not messing with my family. You're not messing with my friends. You're not messing with my business. Matter of fact, you ain't messing with anyone who surrounds me today, devil. You can just get back over there with all of that coronavirus who? Goodbye. That is the attitude I need you to have. That is the entire attitude that I need you to have all 2020, all life long. We ain't playing anymore. Mm-mm. You lot have left your power, your authority. You left it back there somewhere. You're picking it up and you're going into life differently. Listen, some people say to us that they want us to stay in our lane and they use it to be nasty or get at us for, and create a box. For us. But what I'm saying to you tonight is that I want you to look at it differently, right? You're plugged into your power source. And because you're plugged into your power source, you're not staying in your lane, you're slaying in your lane. Let me describe what that means. And by lane, I'm not talking about the box that people have put you in, but rather I'm talking about the lane of your destiny that has specific, been specifically created for you. The lane of your destiny that has been preordained by God, that is built up with your purpose of what you have to do in your life. You're not just going to, You're not shying away from purpose. You are going to embody your purpose. You are going to become the very essence of who God created you to be, with no apologies, no excuses. You're showing up as the best version of yourself. You're initiating that self-discipline, that consistency, everything that God needs for you in this moment. You are going to be obedient. You are not going to ask questions to God. You're going to say, God, what you need me to do? Okay, you want me to jump? I'll jump. This don't even make sense. I look funny right now but I'm going to jump anyway because you said so. That is what you're going to do. You're going to respond to God. You're going to follow his request. You're going to follow his path. You're going to follow your instructions. So you're going to live a life that is created for more, a life full of purpose. So Romans 8, 28 and 30 states that, and we know that in all things, God works t- for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So your power was predestined. You are called to be power. Power lies within you. So I want you to go on with your bad, Holy Ghost-filled, fire-baptized, blood-washed self. You don't need anyone's permission to be powerful. Your power has been justified by the all-powerful, almighty, all-sufficient, all-knowing God. So you can, listen, You can walk in your God-given power and feel no way. When I say be unapologetic about it, be unapologetic about being in your purpose, about exercising your power, about exercising your authority. You don't need to shy that down or hide it in a box or hide your light under a bushel no more. You are stepping out, stepping to the forefront and being who God has called you to be, all right? So, With all that being said, I want to give you the fine print of this power that God has given us. The power that God has given you is not just for you. Hear me now. The power God has given you is not just for you. God gave you this power to advance his kingdom and to help his people. So so right now, today, we are going to break out of all boxes and take back our power. Let me tell you how important this power is that God has given you. I use my power and authority on this podcast on a weekly basis. I have been listened to by over 4,200 people right now listening to the podcast in 39 countries. Why? Because I pulled myself together, I walk with my power and I embody the very confidence, the very essence, the very purpose of who God has called me to be. No, this was not an easy journey, but the end result has been beautiful. I look at all the lives that I have been able to touch when I was younger and I used to say to God, you know, increase my territory, Lord, enlarge me even more. All the praise that I had at a young age, God is manifesting right now, right now. And he has been doing that. He's been doing that year after year after year after year. I would have never thought then that my voice would be heard in front of thousands of people. But guess what? When I started my blog, I only had a couple hundred people read it. And by the time I transitioned from blog to podcast, I had over 85,000 people around the world tuned into what I had to say for the glory of God. I used my power to expand his kingdom unapologetically. I grew into that. And I thank God, but it was the little acts of using my power, using my authority, being confident daily so that I could grow, so that my gifting could be spared up, so I can change the trajectory of people's lives. Listen, I know my power and authority is not just for me. I'm here trying to, I'm here trying to help You break generational curses. I'm here trying to help you set up a life that is created for more so that you can succeed no matter what because I want you to experience the exceeding abundantly above all that God has even, uh, above all that God has promised you that's what i want you to experience and that is what that is what i love to do that is my mission that is my purpose to help you get closer to god to stir up your gifts to want to do more for god that is how i am expanding the kingdom of god and using my power and authority i'm not holding my power this power isn't for me. I'm not stirring it up for myself. It's being used through me. And that's why I have to constantly be charged up because I'm sending my power out. I'm sending my power out in all different directions. And I then I go back to the, the source and I get myself charged up and I'm ready to go again. I'm ready to save souls. I'm ready to, to fight the good fight. I'm ready to help people become millionaires and billionaires because the blessings don't stop through me. They run. through through me, okay? The blessings don't stop at me. They run through me. And that's what I want. I want the power not to stop at you, but the power to run through you. So always be charged up because this power is not for you. You are breaking out of your box today on this here Tuesday of the Lord's year. You're breaking out of your box. It is not the will of the Lord for your life to be boxed up and powerless. That's not that's not his will. So if anybody wants to place you in a box, you just <clears throat> climb yourself out of that box, push the box to the side, said, here, you can take that, sis. I'm good. I'm good over here with God. I'm living an unboxed life. God has not called you to be the president, <laughs> listen, of the playing small ministry. You're not president of playing small. You're not doing it. Too many times us as Christian thinks we have to play small. But God's like, I didn't call you to play small. I need you to play big. How else is people are people going to see the glory of who I am in your life if you keep hiding it? Like, what is that? How uh, else are other people going to hear the testimony if you won't open your mouth? You're over there thinking that you're being humble. But by a matter of fact, by you not sharing what God has done for you, you are disrespecting God. Because you have now made a testimony that could save, that could change, that could provide uh, breakthroughs And you've kept it and locked it up for yourself. How selfish are you? And I know you're not selfish, but that's what you're doing when you bottle up your testimony. You are being selfish. Somebody needs to hear that. Somebody needs to read that. Somebody is attached to you and needs whatever God has done in your life to bear witness to their spirit so that their spirit is ready to leap and quicken and wanna know more about about your God. So I need you not to play small anymore. If you are a member of Playing Small Ministries, I need you to let your membership go. It's expired. Don't renew it. You don't want it. You are going to play big for God. God has called you out and he has also called you forth. You think that playing, that you're playing small is being humble. No, sis. You're playing small is being the direct opposite of what God wants for your life. Did you hear me? You are in direct opposition with what God wants for your life when you're playing small. God didn't call you to play small. God called you to be a giant slayer. Look at David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, 49, 50. God didn't call you to be weak. God said, let the weak say I am strong. Look at Joel 3, 10. God surely didn't call you to be beneath. According to Deuteronomy 28, 13, the, the Bible says, and the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. God didn't call you to be broke. Let, uh, about to speak in tongues. God did not call you to be broke. People of God, women of God, Christians, God did not call you to be broke. You cannot expand his kingdom if you are broke. God did not call you to be broke. Deuteronomy 8.18 says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. God has given you the power, the ability to produce wealth. And I'm not just talking about financial wealth. I'm also talking about spiritual wealth as well. The second dictionary definition says power is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. So let me get this right. God has given us the ability to direct or influence the behaviors of others and change the course of events. So I just wait. So what you're trying to say, Lord? is that death and life is in the power of my tongue. Like you said in Proverbs eighteen twenty one. you try, look, God, okay, I got you. So death and life is in the power of my tongue. So you're also trying to say that whatever I pray for, I will receive if I pray for it in faith, like you said in Matthew 21, 22. I hear you, God, what else are you saying to me? Oh, so you're saying, so shall my word be, that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the things which I sent. Okay, I hear you, Lord. I hear you in Isaiah fifty-five eleven. When I read all of these scriptures, when I heard what God was saying through his word, I thought to myself, I am never going to be the same. And I don't want you to be the same either. This is the year. I want you to stir it up, stir up everything that is in within you. I don't know what else to say, like honestly, but wow, you and I have been walking around with all the power that God has given us, that he has predestined us with that he has called us forth to do great works. And I need us to all take a moment to apologize to God right now. You're apologizing to God for not walking in the fullness of your our purpose, for not exercising and practicing our gifts on a daily basis, and for not walking and using the power and authority and everything else that he has gifted to us. I'm asking God to open up avenues for you to work and exercise in your power in the days to come, in the weeks to come, in the years to come. I want all your avenues to be open up, your doors to be open so that you can work in your power, that you will walk in your power without doubt and condemnation, that you will take your authority to talk some things into existence, to bind up the attacks of the enemy and to call some people forth. Like I am doing to you right now, I'm calling you forth. God wants to use you as his instrument down on this earth. He has called you to be a mouthpiece for him. And every time you shut your voice, you are letting the enemy win. Don't let the enemy win. Listen, every time you cower at the thought of doing something out of the ordinary, something revolutionary, something strange, you are letting the devil win. God said, signs and wonders we will do. God said, greater works we will do. So when we don't do those greater works, when we don't see evidence of his signs and his wonders and his miracles, we are not winning anything for the kingdom of God. We are taking L's and we're not doing that anymore. We're t- we're having the W's all year. We can leave the L's in last year. L's are for 2019, we're winning all year long. We need to be slaying some giants in our lives that has kept us Powerless. Any giant, any demon that has made you cower, we're casting that out today. We're taking up our sword and we're fighting back. We're not just gonna relax and take it. No, we're up and we're fighting actively. Ephesians 3.20 says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So what's stopping you? What's stopping you? Greater works should be abundant in your life. Power should be abundant in your life. And I am decreeing and declaring over you right now that greater works will be abundant in your life. I am calling you out. I am calling you out, okay? I don't care what you've been through. God is calling you out. I don't care what you're going through. God is calling you out. I don't care what you did before you walked through those doors. God is calling you out. God is calling you out of sin. He's calling you out of mediocrity. He's calling you out of identity confusions, out of sickness, out of brokenness, out of the spirit of I can't, out of the spirit of insecurity, out of the spirit of procrastination, out of the spirit of I'm not good enough. Out of the spirit of desperation, God is calling you out. And I don't know who this is for, but right here and right now, God is calling you. If you are under the sound of my voice, I want you to know that God is calling you out. It is time to activate your power. You are a powerful woman of Christ. You are the powerful woman of Christ. He is calling you out. I just keep hearing that. God is calling you out. I can't get that out of my spirit. That God is calling you out. Your next level is waiting. A higher calling is knocking. He is calling you out. He is going to give you a double anointing, a double portion. What is for you will be unheard of. You will be the first of your kind. You will break barriers for generations to come. You will be the walking embodiment of the power of God on this earth. Listen, I feel that for somebody. He is calling you out. I can't shake that. God is calling you out. You are a generational curse breaker. You will build a legacy that will surpass you for generations to come. What is meant for you is for you. He hasn't called you for second best. He has called you to be the best. Stop settling for your idea of of what God's best is. All right? Stop selling for your idea of what best is. What you need to do is wait on God's best for your life. All right? Don't sell yourself short. Don't give yourself away at a discount. No. Wait for God's best for you. When it's God's best, it's going to be right. When it's God's best, it's going to be aligned with everything that he's called you into. When it's God's best, it's going to push you closer to your purpose. Do not sell yourself short. Do not settle. Do not and please don't compare your journey to someone else. You can't compare your journey to them because you will not be like them. He has not called you to be the next Shantae, just like I know he hasn't called me to be the next Oprah. He has called me to be Shantae. He has created me in the anointing, in the purpose of Shantae Sapphire Simons because. He said that there is something that only I can do. He is intentional. So I can't be out here trying to be like everybody else. That's not going to work for me because if I spend my days trying to be like somebody else, what is going to happen to me? I am going to be a failure because I can't, I will always fail being somebody else because somebody else is already taken. The only way I'm going to succeed is to be in line with the purpose of God, my identity, and who He has called me to be. So the spirit of comparison, listen, the spirit of comparison, I'm breaking it in the name of Jesus. You will stop comparing yourself. That won't be your portion. You are unique. And although you can't see it now, when you step into your fullness and walk into it daily, then you will know and you will see who God has created you to be. And you will take the power and authority that is with in you and you will walk in it boldly and you'll go forth and slay demons and you will set up generational legacy and you will set up ways to have generational wealth and miracles will flow through your hands. Blessings will flow through you. You would be an instrument that keeps blessing people in times to come. You will not be selfish. You will not stay in the, uh, in the ministry of I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be out here hiding. You're gonna be bold for the things of God. I, I declare that over you. Boldness for the things of God. You're gonna say, take no. You are not gonna take no for an answer, but you are going to claim, walk in it, your power and authority. Your life is forever going to be changed and in line with the word of God. So purpose chasers, I want you to walk forward in your power. Do things every day that will make you feel more confident, more bold, more powerful. Declare and decree that over yourself. Listen to this episode again if you need to. Find yourself a powerful woman of Christ that you can learn about and see their journey. I love the story of Esther, but you might want to learn about Ruth and I am, but you might want to dig into some other Bible characters or some great women and just learn about their journeys. You're not comparing yourself to them, you're learning. You're doing a fact-finding mission. You're gonna find out how they did it so you can just be inspired to walk in your power. Just like their story inspires you, your story will inspire somebody else. Keep that in mind, so let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this episode we thank you for waking us up this morning we thank you for all the purpose power and authority that you have on the inside of us that you had predestined us with that you had formed us with that in mind father god so even now i rebuke any spirit of comparison any spirit of playing small that will want to lay upon your women of God but instead of playing small and instead of comparing themselves and instead of a spirit of lack of confidence they will walk in their power and authority they will go go forth claiming things and saying things and declaring and decreeing things that are in line with your word, that they will be unapologetic about who you have called them to be, that they will be radical for you, that they will be peculiar, that they would be innovative and change the world because you have designed them to do such a thing, that they will not be the president of the playing small committee, but they would be leading the charge for being bold in your power, and your authority and everything that God has called you to be, that they will be ready and waiting to to, to take on what you have for them, that they will follow the direction, God. I ask for a spirit of protection to be uh, be around them, that you send your heavenly host to be with them to fight the battles before them, and that you cover them under the blood. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Pray, Plan Slay podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like and subscribe, and of course, follow us on Instagram at Prey Plan Slave or at Shantae Sapphire. I hope.